Warriors Life Podcast 2020, episode 21. I'm Will Evans here, as always, with Brad Larkin and another uh, gallant performance from the Warriors, kind of buried under a, a whole bunch of uh, news around the club again. Uh, but Brad, are you still um, still clinging to to that performance on Friday night against the Panthers? Yeah, yeah, evening, Will. Yeah, that was good, man. Real good. Bittersweet. It's starting to become bittersweet for me now at the moment. But a, a visible change with old mate coaching there. It's a little bit bittersweet. I'd love to see him stick around. But I tell you, I'm eyeing up the jerseys in the wardrobe again. But it's not going to be long till I'll be donning them. I haven't seen the light of day for a while. Oh, nice one. You're all fired up. Uh, yeah, I totally... Um get your point there uh, everything that Todd Payton is instilling at the moment you kind of feel like there's a danger of it uh, just drifting away as, as soon as he leaves but uh, at the absolute worst we've got a footy team again that we enjoy watching and uh, showing a hell of a lot of heart uh, I, th- I thought that was their gutsiest effort of the season coming back from 16-0 down Penrith were near perfect for that first sort of 39 minutes with uh, no mistakes and just pummeling us, forcing uh, forcing line dropouts. I think they had 10 for the match, most of them in that first half. But uh, just kept We only got our hand on the ball till the 13th minute again. Well, 13 minutes in before we even got a hand on the ball. They, they were lucky they only scored one try in that first 10 minutes. They were hammering us. Yeah, uh, um, and then probably unlucky to be uh, 16-0 down. Just a couple of uh, mistakes that they really capitalised on. Um, unfortunate intercept pass thrown by Lockie Burr and then uh, a very poor error from uh, Papali from memory. Yeah, I um, I felt sorry for Lockie Burr actually. He, he wasn't meant to have the ball on that tackle anyway and then he got gassed obviously running back down the field and he was quite lazy from Marker and Kawasaki got under him to get over the line. Yeah. I sort of felt sorry for him. Yeah, it was a shame but yeah. That's a good game man. And, and just that fight back. To, win that as well. to keep them uh, trialless for the last 55 minutes, a team with as much firepower as Penrith have got, and to score the last two tries of the match, um, yeah, superb. Uh, just, again, that lack of attack and polish, and, but uh, not quite enough firepower, kind of told. We never really looked like getting that um, that equalising try after after Herbert went in. Although, there was one yeah. moment, and just talking about the refereeing, I'm not really one to buy into the conspiracy theories, but I really thought that uh, that was one of those games where every 50-50 just tended to go against us. Um, a little bit. And then, and just blatantly wrong ones, I think, not long after Herbert scored, uh, Peter Haku went down the, the blind side near the, the Panthers line. Um, he threw a, threw a pass and got intercepted by Crichton. Didn't really pick it up on the run, but, but uh, saw some footage later, and Crichton had n- not got anywhere near uh, back to the try line, and then just yeah grabbed the pass that should have been a penalty, probably ten in the bin. Um, that, that could have that. yeah could have had a huge bearing on the match, and uh, instead grabs intercepts and runs forty meters downfield. So yeah, I can definitely understand the fans' frustration with that one. Yeah, and even the fact those fifty-fifty, there's a couple of bits those Panthers captains challenge that they won in the second half. Oh, they were both that dodgy. Yes. Me a little bit as well. Yeah. Well, I think that I've kind of uh, leaned towards 
it was probably on purpose when it's properly involved. That is his MO, uh, dumb penalties like that when he thinks that he's being sneaky. Uh, but didn't again, it was one where they didn't really have a proper look at it. They looked at the sort of close vision. Uh, and then was it either Herbert or Hiku catching it in goal? Uh, second look, which oh, they didn't yeah. look at. It blatantly looked like he had his foot in goal. Yeah, I know. And it was just, yeah, it was an ugly. They, they were breaking me a little bit in the second half. But there was a couple of occasions where it was just the last half and they had to fall over the line. But, look, it went so away from tipping up the best team in the comp. Yeah, exactly. I think it shows the, uh, where, the, where we sort of sit in the pecking order form-wise over the last month. That's four uh, outstanding games in a row bookending uh, the run with, with uh, really valiant effort in the sense of Roosters and Panthers um, either side of those wins over Tigers and Manly so yeah just a shame we didn't get going a bit earlier we could have really made a charge for the yeah, final yeah I know you look at it now 4.8 almost sorted itself already yeah 4.8 um, four four points. Points is just too far but if, if we were still within 2 points of it then we would have been a red hot chance of getting in those finals eh yeah, yeah, and our draw, our run home's not bad. We've got the last place Bulldogs, Knights and Eels, who are going okay, but not great. Um, Sharks, still beatable. Um, Raiders um, in the second last round, and then finish off with Manly, so it's not the worst run home. Um, no, and all of a sudden, our beatable teams have stepped up the ladder another four or so places, eh? Before, our beatable teams are up to about 10th place. But yeah. I reckon the Warriors, the way they're going, the beatable teams are up to about fifth place. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. Confident, think you can roll them. Yeah, it's a bottom-heavy comp, and uh, a lot of teams are sort of going through that mid-season struggle. It's kind of uh, magnified because it's only a twenty-round comp. You kind of think with round fifteen, I've plenty of time to you know to get cracking, yeah. but now there's only five, six rounds left. Uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah, we'd, I think we just. Just the novelty of uh, our team playing good footy is, is enough for us at the moment. Oh. And wherever the cards, the chips fall from now is uh, whatever it will be, will be. But yeah, again, same same uh, same suspects playing well. Tohu again, outstanding. Big numbers. Roger was good. Uh, Herbert, uh, he's been great on the wing, I think. Um, Chanel, how about that, that hit from Chanel? Oh, mate. Well, that, that is the moment of the season for me. To come, eh? That is signs of leadership to come from that kid. Yeah. When he got 25, he was going to demand respect on that field. Yeah, as we've seen him put his body on the line before and it almost kamikaze-like, but that was something else. Liam Martin, is a he's a nuggety, sort of tough unit, hard to bring down. He just come flying out of the line and absolutely poleaxed him. It was, yeah. It was like a, what they used to call him in wrestling, the crossover, you know, the big... Body crossover. I think Tito Santana was real, uh, an exponent of it. <laughs> yeah. Off the ropes and then the big body crossover across yeah. their chest. You know, he pulled one of them and he got up. He got up and didn't flinch him. It was impressive. Yeah. yeah but I, yeah, I, I love those little glimpses of leadership from that dude all of a sudden. He is winning me over. Yeah, great try assist as well for Roger, the, the pinpoint kick, and I thought his game overall was quite good. Uh, Cody, good start, probably uh, didn't quite take the the game by the scruff of the neck like we saw against Manly um, but yeah. it wasn't too bad he um, did get stepped on the back of his head yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> it's horrific what about the luck on that no malice in it but geez. Yeah, 
not exactly helpful. Um, it was out of it. It was a little chip in the stick, though, when he stood on his... I don't know if he just caught him in the corner of his eye and it was too late to step away. In that bit where he stood on his head, I thought his foot move was a little bit cheap. And I was like, hey. But, yeah, I think it was an accident. Well, it was an accident. Like, you know, when you sort of stand on something and you realise straight away that you're not meant to be standing on it, you, you kind of lift your pressure off. It looked like he was just <laughs> carrying on his run. Plowed on. Yeah, yeah. just really sucked, just really dug the sprigs in. Um, yeah, no, that was out of it. Yeah. That was hurt. Um, um, yeah, so he had a quieter game. But I think you've hit the nail on the head. Was it Nick Yusan with Katoa being on Chanel's side now instead of Nakarima? Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's a bit of an adjustment for him as far as uh, setting up those sort of plays, I think. Um, yeah. And again, against you know a far better defensive outfit in Penrith. Always yeah. going to be a bit tougher and, and not getting that sort of uh, dominance in the middle. I, th- though I thought our middle fours were really good up against probably the benchmark this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, a couple of individual negatives um, and not really surprising here and I don't want to um, beat up on them too much but Adam Pompey and Isaiah Papali just not NRL standard at the moment no not at all no they're not especially for Pompey he tries his guts out he doesn't mean um, Papali just makes it even harder because he gives away such stupid penalties it's like well you're just there and then you're doing these silly things to try yeah Mm. Yeah, I feel sorry for Pompey, not so much for Papali. <laughs> work rate's been good, but yeah, there's just that, you know, the errors he makes are glaring and the penalties that he gives away are, are just stupid. Um, yeah, Pompey, uh, yeah, I get, I get what you mean, feel sorry for him, but he's just so limited. Um, yeah, yeah, he's got nothing. He's got, well, not nothing. He, he's a solid, yeah. solid guy, uh, solid, you know, kind of a big body and stuff, but he, he can't put away a winger. It, there's a real chance there to put uh, George Jennings into space deep into that second half and just throw it over the sideline. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you That's know, he's not, he's not that quick. Um, no. And I've got this, I was going to talk about this slightly a little bit later, but I've just got a theory with Pompey that they are willing him to turn out to be a good foot, uh, you know, a good player. Uh, he was initially scouted by uh, Peter O'Sullivan while when he was at the Roosters, so Pompey spent some time at the Roosters. I haven't found the original source, but I've seen this a few times, that O'Sullivan regarded him as a once-in-a-generation type talent. And Pompey? Yeah, which I just can't I imagine any dimension where that would be true. But anyway, uh, O'Sullivan got him over to the Roosters, um, didn't crack it there. O'Sullivan turns up here and brings Pompey, or they reunite at the Warriors. I just oh, there's almost a little bit of um, you know nepotism there. Not they're related, but uh, that you know O'Sullivan just wants this wants his hype to work out. Yeah, yeah, a real sh- a real shit version. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he must be one of those guys that just never kicked on, you know. Well, yeah, I guess absolutely so. beat up on skate, beat up on school kids, and then maybe thought his size and that without putting in the effort would get him through the NRL as well. I just have, yeah, I just no. can't see anything. I like, even if he was, even if he was playing at you know 
elite schoolboy level with the ability he has now. Yeah. I, I can't imagine him dominating. Can't yeah, that, yeah, that's an out of it little, an out of it thing for Sullivan. Yeah, he's, he's the real good version of Darius Boyd and Blake Bennett, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's got another year to run on the contract, and yeah, you know, the guys that they're moving on and and trying to get to move on before their contracts are up. I mean, I just don't see Pompey working nah. to be a, a you know a valuable player on our roster no. it's just like having if he's still there hopefully deep in the squad next year deep yeah. in the squad we yeah. top away he can't probably yeah um, I've seen a couple of things say that he was he's more of a cover for when George Jennings goes so it might be a, a bit of a swap out there when, when Jennings goes back oh, to Parramatta when does Jennings go back uh, I'm not actually sure but most of these guys sort of seem to be on like a 4-5 Match oh, line is that right? Um, scenario. Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I was uh, hopeful that Hopawati would be straight into a, an otherwise uh, full-strength three-quarter line and Pompey might uh, get a weekend off, but not to be. It's worked out far worse than that. No Hopawati yeah, and no, no Paddy Herbert. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, well, we'll get to it right now. Herbert. Yeah, it's uh, Herbert yeah, um, yeah, Herbert out, injured. Katara out, suspended. Um, so Pompey will move to the What did Katara get suspended for? I missed that. Oh, it was for one of those, um, they used to call it a cannonball, uh, the third man diving in at the leads yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, very soft. Uh, yeah, was, to get a week for that is, is pretty, yeah, I can't really cop that, but... Nevertheless, he's out for this weekend. Uh, Hayes Perham into the centres, uh, Pompey to the wing, and Jack Murchie back into the 17 with Katara out, and Papali gets a start. Um, Josh Curran, I'm not sure what he has to do, or what Papali <laughs> has to do to get out of the team, but yeah, it seems Yeah, uh, that is bizarre. disappointing. And then there's a question mark over Chanel as well, eh? Yeah, so this is the big one. Could be very exciting, could be very frustrating. So obviously we prefer Chanel to play, he's been in great form. He's in doubt, he's had a head clash with Adam Kieran at training. Um, obviously just going way too hard like he does in his games. And uh, so he's, he's Kieran was uh, set to return, I assume, at centre uh, this week. But, but Chanel's rubbed him out for two weeks. Um, from that head clash, so it must have been a doozy. I'd love to see some footage. Um, and Chanel is racing the clock to be fit. He hasn't uh, passed any HIAs yet. He they they trained today as if he was um, if he's out. And so the options now. There's some. There's a couple of. Well, there's one good option, which I hope turns out, and two poor ones. I'll run through the poor ones. Um, Based on the players on the bench, we could bring Beal into the centres and move um, Hayes Perham to 5'8", where he's played uh, a lot of his footy. Um, Curran mm-hmm. could come into the, the 17 and move Tohu Harris to the halves, which we've seen uh, in the past. It's worked out OK, but Harris is just so good in the in the back row at the moment. a different body now as well. And, yeah, I, I'm sure he kind of plays like more of an extra second row with a bit more ball playing when he's played at full, uh, five eight anyway. But, yeah, I think that would be uh, counterproductive. The exciting one, and, and 
from what Todd Payton said, I'm kind of think this is the way he's leaning. Uh, Paul Turner to debut. Oh, see, I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. I've I seen, seen a little text from you earlier about that, saying those options, and definitely that would be the one I'd like to see on the field. Yeah, real uh, live wire. Would love to see what he can do. This is a perfect opportunity to try it against uh, against the Bulldogs. And yeah, I'd, I've been we've been aching for him to to get his chance, and it looks like it may just uh, arrive. It's yeah, Todd Payton said about the least uh, disruption to the lineup as far as moving other positions around, and that would indicate just a, sw- a straight yeah, exactly. swap Paul Turner into the team. I can also see Turner, for the meantime, developing into a 14 if, if he was uh, able to sort of cover dummy half. Um, you know, you can play all over the back line, played a lot of fullback um, oh, in the lower grades as well. And if he, yeah, if he could be, like, I mean, we're getting, we're getting no impact from Wade Egan um, no. at hooker. He's, he's just a bit bland. Oh. He's not quick. He's not adding a hell of a lot, and he's obviously doesn't have a lot of versatility. Although Lawton can go and play anywhere if he comes on, but I still think you kind of you want your reserve hooker I, to I have think, a bit more spark. I think fourteen is just about the next, the the last specialised position in a team. I reckon that utility. That's a specialised position in league these days, and you got to be a certain type of player. Wade Egan didn't pick enough boxes. Don't seem to get that energy lift where you, that you do get from a lot of um, you know utility yeah, that's off the bench. Uh, Egan just yeah, just, just off the pace it's again. I just, up. I think he's one that just hasn't worked out to be as good a player as they kind of hoped that he would. But he sort of seemed yeah. to be like a you know next uh, gun hooker off the off the ranks. Um, but you know, watch guys like Blake Braley for Cronulla play, and um, yeah, just think. Egan's just... It's just so slow across the ground. Yeah, it's got, a, it's got it's no almost, spark. It's, yeah. it's almost Michael it's Leisure-like. Um, yeah. But anyway, we'll look forward to it. So it was a disappointing teamless Tuesday with those outs, but potentially uh, something exciting to look forward to with Paul Turner in line to debut. So we'll wait with bated breath. Um, obviously, the big news during the week, though, was... Telstra trying to pull the rug out from under the Warriors and uh, banning them from using Vodafone as their major jersey sponsor and naming rights sponsor from next year. That would have been one hell of a kick in the teeth. Um, Backflip on it, though, within a day. I, I could have, as soon as I seen that, I was like, this won't happen. They, they are, you're risking losing 50,000 customers in one day, really, aren't you? <laughs> That yeah. would have been an absolutely shocking business play. Well, the, yeah, it would have been, you know, the the PR equivalent of um, of doing a John Hopewadi. Uh, yeah. 
it's yeah they they quickly backtracked uh, made it look all you know sunny and and uh, charitable but you know really it was because basically everyone in rugby league um turned on telstra and it is for only another year but you know good on them for at least uh giving it it would have been crazy in this current climate to expect the warriors <laughs> to find a you know million to two million dollar sponsor and yeah. you know four or five months before the next season starts um, that'll be weird seeing their jersey with another sponsor on it i know since 99 it's been vodafone it's just a you know it's a well, the TV better right up until 99. Yeah, it was. So we've only had the two. I know that we're probably one of the more unstable, inconsistent clubs, but when it comes to uh, Jersey solidarity, we are at the top of the tree. I'm pretty sure yeah. that 22 years is the longest um, longest Jersey sponsorship in the history of the game. Um, I know, yeah. yeah, I think Penfold, Penfold's Wines with St. George was... Uh, was was the the, or what, the sort of long held record? I think it was yeah. about seventeen or eighteen years. So yeah, good on your Vodafone, great supporters of the club. Um, I guess they for for Telstra, they probably got sick of all the publicity the Warriors are getting in Australia uh, this year. Um, so, the Vodafone Warriors. Yeah, well they you know they're over there and and they're constantly in the news, whereas they're you know probably the least uh, publicised club in any other given season in Australia. Yeah, and uh, all the, Vodafone Australia is getting all this free uh, free coverage. Yeah, I'd be loving it. <laughs> yeah, um, that is it. Yeah, Vodafone New Zealand picks up the tab. Um, <laughs> but for, for a little segment, we thought we'd uh, re- relive our uh, some of the iconic jersey sponsorships uh, from over the years. Um, yeah, just those ones that you, you had a little... When you think of a jersey in your mind, you see that game ripped across it. Yeah. What do you got? You got some goodies and some baddies? I yeah. don't really think of anything. Well, the, I always think of that sort of late 80s, early 90s heyday. Um, yeah. Uh, that, you know, like the, the old jersey was like a wool sack. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Smith's Crisp for South Sydney was always a popular one. It's, it's a, one of the real retro ones that are... Highly sought after now. Um, the Western suburbs is going back a bit, but they were one of the first to have a have a sponsor on their jerseys. Victor um, Victor Lawmowers. That's going back a bit before we. Everyone, I've got jotted down here. Oh, Victor. Oh, yeah. Newcastle Henny Penny. Oh, Henny Penny. That was a classic, and before they moved on yep. to BP. But yeah, Henny Penny yeah, was well, the. BP's another one. That was a horrendous big green BP square. On the front of that blue and red jersey. Yeah, it looked like a sticker. What was Henny Penny? What is Henny Penny? I think they were chickens, weren't they? Were they chickens? I think so. That makes sense. I always thought it was a bike company, like, you know, like Penny Farthing, not the bad. I thought it was like a bike shop. Henny Penny, that was what I had made up in my mind. What else you got? Well, this is one that you'd be... Well, familiar with the old the, that uh, great Penrith jersey when they um, shelved the chocolate soldiers jerseys and had that super modern one from 1991 with uh, Dada uniforms sponsoring Dada uniform, them. Guys. I had one of them. I oh. had one of them as a Well, you know who else had one of those? Uh, Mike Duncan, and he told me a heartbreaking tale recently. Um, yeah. 
So because it had uh, had data right across the front, he'd wear his Penrith jersey proudly. He thought he was super cool. Um, his mean little classmates growing up in Dunedin, you know what rotten little bastards they are down there, um, <laughs> used to uh, used to say, dun, dun, and, ma- and make fun of him for wearing it. Oh, and he got bullied into not wearing it. Oh, I don't know. He probably still, probably still wore what? it, but yeah. Painful memories. Did you for... have any? What did you have? Well, actually, I, and this is uh, slightly heartbreaking as well. It's the first time I ever won anything, and I won a, a manly jersey from a um, from a sports store. And yeah. it had it was all official. Had all the tags, had all the the badges and everything, but no sponsor. It was the old should have had uh, was it <laughs> Wormald? Oh no, P and O. Oh. Yeah, should have had P and O on it, and uh, but no sponsor. So it kind of looked oh, like a, a knockoff. Yeah, I know. You've kicked out. You've kicked out. Yeah. Oh, no. I had, um, I had the Video Easy camera. Oh, nice. That was a classic. Yeah. Um, and classic. then before they, uh, before they moved into uh, Canberra Milk, one of the iconic yeah, sponsors. Milk. Yeah, and they had the milk bottle uh, tackle pad. Yeah, that was yeah. Quite, um, that was quite a, a revelation. Yeah. Wow, that that tackle pad looks like a milk bottle. <laughs> yeah, um, genius. I can't remember what else I had. I had the manly with the P and O. Also, yeah. I remember going from when you were a little kid. Your jersey had real small badges on it. Remember that? Mm. They had like a small embroidered badge on it when you were little. But then as you got bigger, you could actually get the proper big sewn on. I remember that was a thing for me. Yes, yeah. I remember my first one with the big. Maybe I'd buy a knockoff and then I got a real one. That's the that's the um, getting the big badges on your jersey. That's like the West Coast version of having a bar mitzvah and becoming a man. <laughs> down the Great River, little, little ceremony down by the Great River. Um, another one was another one that I've got a bit of a grainy up yarn about this one actually. Um, another beauty was the old City Ford on the Roosters. Oh yeah, well long running sponsor. Remember, it looked like it had been printed on. I don't know who printed it on. Just. City Ford one yeah. is, the, is the one. I made the retro material as well. Yeah, like yeah, that stuff. heavy, heavy, uh, yeah. yeah, hot material. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind yeah. of a terrible material. The, uh, the, um, who else have you got? Well, Bronco, the Powers Broncos jersey was another classic. Um, it was a classic. Yeah, Powers Bitter. They actually sponsored Cronulla as well as their jersey sponsor for a bit. Um, there's a few that I've, I've jotted down uh, that it were just terrible that you would avoid having the jersey like the plague because of the sponsor. <laughs> the, the three that I've got. 
TV Week sponsored uh, South Sydney for a season. It's this big red, um, big red emblem or you know advertisement on the stomach. It was uh, white writing. It just it looks so budget. Um, no offence to yeah, TV Week, but jeez. It looked terrible. Um, another one that really grinded my gears because I would have loved to get a jersey around this era. Uh, some some great teams and some great wins, but the Crisco Kiwis. I know that. Yeah, that's a shocker. I mean, uh, you know, Crisco. No, nothing against the company. There was just something about, you know, have it that associated with the jersey you're wearing. You kind of felt like a bit of a chump getting around in that. <laughs> yeah, I'm stoked I got the turkey corner. Yeah, yeah. So Kai Drama Co sponsorship is doing like that, eh? Yeah. Not a Christmas hamper. <laughs> and the other one that I had, which uh, when I first moved to Brisbane, uh, they was they started their sponsorship with Wow Superstore. It's like a kind of like a Harvey Norman just put oh, in a blender with a JB Hi Fi. And it was, oh, it? It, was the, it was the ugliest logo. All these, you know, colourful, <laughs> pointy letters. And, yeah, they, they folded up, I think, on Wow Superstores. But, yeah, that, the Broncos got around in those jerseys for a few years. Um, yeah, it's, old, um, old Bulldogs have had some random ones the last few years, eh? Mm. I can't even think of any, but they, they, it's like they take anyone's for a week. They Don't had, um, yeah, they, they had, did they have... It's a Hyundai that I had for a long time, and then it's just Oh, that Hyundai was a weird one. That was before Hyundai was nice as well. And the, it was yeah. those old, old Hyundais that were made out of asbestos and old washing machine. <laughs> and they got a bit too classy. Yeah, not even good Hyundai. And then another one that reminds me of not even good. I always thought the Reebok Sharks one was a weird one back in the 90s. Yeah. But Reebok, Reebok was, like, you'd never see Reebok sponsoring a league team now. That's too big for that. Yeah. That, that was when the uh, Sharks started coming good, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, so that one always I have a little memory. Oh, mm. jerseys. Oh, you know what? I'm going to try and find one of those versus jerseys. Yeah, City Ford. Yeah. Um, well, that was fun. I hope you enjoyed that out there. Let's email in your uh, most memorable jerseys if we've missed any out. Um, yeah, no, um, another, I guess another highly commended would be the BHP Steel. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, classic. That's a classic. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah, just we shouldn't leave this um, without that being talked about. Yeah. Right, what's next on the agenda? Who have we got? What have you got? Well, there's been almost, it seems like a story every day or multiple a day about our uh, retention. So we had a, some big uh, recruitment news last week with... Kane Evans and you and Aitken signing on. This week it's all about who's going to get the punt. Uh, first up, the news came through. Uh, Nathaniel Roach, unlikely to be tabled another deal. Uh, kind of understandable. Yeah. 26 games. Since, it's a shame, but it is understandable. Yeah, 26 games since debuting. And um, the start of 2016, just constantly injured. Um, good footy player, but just can't stay on the paddock. Uh, it'd be great. Oh, it's just so. a waste of money. And like at the moment, for what they've got, it is money down the drain. That it's a charity at the moment, not being mean to him, but yeah, that's all they're doing. Yeah. And it's paying for him to rehabilitate. And there's only so long you can dump up that money. Yeah, yeah, cool bugger. He is a good footy player. And news uh, 
coming through today that the because of uh, COVID and the obviously fi the financial hit the games taken is potentially going to be a 10% decrease to the salary cap and also cutting the top 30 squad to a top 26 or 28 so maybe some of these moves oh, are sort of uh, directed at, at that um, in that direction uh, yeah. another one of Lockie Burr himself kind of revealed that he's uh, unlikely to get another deal at the club. Yeah, I feel a bit sorry for Lockie. He's had some good games recently, but uh, but yeah, too late, yeah. too late really. Um, he he started the other night and didn't come back on after his first stint. I thought it was bizarre. It was weird, eh? And he wasn't even that bad in that. No, first. he, like, he had that little cock up with the but that was just well, that, that was, was just bullshit, unlucky, bad really. Yeah, it could have happened to anyone. Um, Good numbers before yeah. that, but yeah, I don't know if it was an injury, but he's named again to start. Just yep. found that an odd one. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, again, um, those two officially this week. Yeah, well, those are, those were the the stories to come out earlier this week. Then yesterday, the double banger, Bunty Afoa. Oh yeah. Gonna get moved on. I found this what? one uh, hard to hard to. Stomach really. Um, yeah. Out, out with the name. Have they forgotten how good he is? I don't know. He's he, he of all our super similar props. He seemed to be the one with something a little bit extra, bit more punch, you know, being the linebacker a bit more. Um, he's out obviously with an ACL this this entire year, which is uh, hasn't obviously helped his chances of of securing another uh. deal. But he's not even off contract. Is he not off contract? I don't think so. Um, nah, hopefully this one just fizzles out. Yeah, so he's only 23. I feel like his best footy is ahead of him. Um, I said on, on the TWL Facebook page yesterday, you know, that it kind of sours the Kane Evans pick-up if we let go of, of Bunty because I'd rather have Bunty on our roster than a 28-year-old uh, Kane Evans who's missed 29 games for the Eels in the past. Two and a half seasons. Um, yeah. You know, you want that depth. You don't want... You know, you yeah, want... no offence to Armour. I'd have Bunty over Armour. Yeah, another prop. I, I probably would too. Um, he's a bit too straight up and, and down. And Parsi, Parsi, he's... Well, Parsi's still pretty good, but... I but think, they're, yeah, they're both like getting to on too. Around. They're both in this that sort of, you know, 30-year-old <coughs> Yeah, Armour especially. Um, yeah, Bunty's got a hell of a lot of footy ahead of him unless yeah. you know unless this injury is a real shocker one that's going to be hard to you know come back to his best from but it's uh, not a particularly popular one among Warriors fans uh, this this one has split Warriors fans a bit more either people are dead against it or are happy uh, to see him walk but uh, Paddy Herbert so he is off contract um, yeah. but being playing for me, best, our best winger this year, with Kenny yeah. Fuss not uh, doing much before they bailed back to New Zealand. Um, Herbert's been really good uh, over this last month. Can't overcame a couple of jitters that that uh, shocker out at Penrith or at Campbelltown against Penrith in round four, and a couple of bomb tries since then. But he's been he's been great. Big numbers on the line. Oh, Herbert, yeah, I'd keep him on for a new, new bill. Well, that's, that's exactly what you... If, if Ken and Foss are playing well enough, fair enough, you select them. If they're not, then you've got someone rearing to go. Um, you know, you'd never drop 
Ken or Fuss, no matter how bad they're playing, if, you, yeah, if yeah. your option is for Pompey or Beal to come in. But if you've got someone good, that's exactly what yeah. you want. You want that depth. And that's, you know, we've been, we've had to persevere with ordinary players because we just haven't had that depth. We've got Aitken coming in, but if Herbert goes uh, goes out, then there's your um, depth advantage Aitken, yeah. to, um, gone straight away. I can't really understand it. He, you know, he has a dig as much as anyone. His, his, um, his running meters numbers have been great. Five tries from eight games on the wing. Um, yeah, still still a few people that. out there saying that he's a better centre than a winger. I don't, I don't get that. He's, I think he's a better. I think he's a better winger. He's, his, he goes missing at centre. He just can't get himself into the game. He's um, yeah zero tries. Yeah, no, zero. He can't work. Why he can't work out if he's there to defend or if he's there to attack? Yeah, but, but he doesn't quite know what he's up to when he's at centre. At least on the wing, he knows he's just gunning for that line. And he's he's always keen to roll up his sleeves and take the runs on the wing, and he just doesn't when he's at centre. Uh, yeah. Anyway, hopefully sanity prevails and both those boys get another deal. Um, I know there's yeah there's all sorts of rumours about uh, announcing new signings and apparently a pretty big big name um, that isn't off contract but is free to leave their club is uh, is in the works. Um, not sure who that might be, but yeah, I guess we'll wait to see who who that is, and that may decide whether guys like Bunty and, and Herbert get another deal. Um, yeah, that's, that's, so that was the roster news this week, and but the big story in rugby league obviously was uh, Kevin Proctor's bite. What, what did you what did you make of it, Brett? chomp down bite it was more of a gum I don't but I, I think he's a little bit delusional arguing the fact because it's blatantly on camera but at the same time yeah I don't know the players seem to have dealt with it and yeah it's a shame he got the way the thing with Proctor he's been he's been sort of the one getting the it's been on the back of him at the Titans lately on his aggression and just craziness and yeah. I think he just went a bit far he was just sort of on the on the line and he just crossed the line with his aggressiveness yeah. and you could see it there. brewing you could see it brewing he was all yeah. fired up he's been arguing with the rest for weeks um yeah and he yeah just just went a bit overboard i, I really don't think the, the incident was that bad and obviously and you know sean johnson tried to rescind his complaint straight away um i kind of get the feeling that they went on with it and be, you know the the video evidence could be construed either way it was almost like they were determined to um, to prove the referees right. You know, no one's ever been sent off for a bite before, but so if, you know they'd look terrible if if he's found not guilty and uh, effectively yeah, cost the Titans the game. That was twelve all the time. It was drawn. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just think four weeks for that. It's you know for some reason biting has got this horrific reputation alongside gouging it's not really that dangerous i mean <laughs> obviously if you, get a, if you take a chunk out of someone it's a bit different but come on it's not that bad there, I, I i reckon i'd struggle if i had someone's forearm across my mouth like that in a tackle trying to twist my head to roll me on my back i reckon i'd put the teeth in as well yeah to get that nagging off me i i put um maybe biting on the 
that same level as like um, grabbing someone's nuts or something. It's a bit grubby, but it's not really that dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's just terrible saying it. But you're right, it's, it's probably, yeah, it's not. Eye gouge is, that is a haggard move. Yeah, and that's da- you could fuck up someone's life doing that. Because you're figuring that. someone's eyes, yeah, yeah, that is haggard. I think, I think you're right, it's on a different tier. But uh, yeah, I don't think the rest of it is It's not that bad, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that one, that one certainly wasn't not, that not bad. Not focus on the biking so much for the next week while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought we... got four weeks. He, needs to, he needed to cool down. Yeah, he needs to go to a, 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 um, a spa retreat for four weeks, I think. I don't care. He does. He's a mountain voice of it anyway. Mm. How's that? It looks like he's got a mouthful of travel. <laughs> Um, I thought we'd uh, use the opportunity to to do a little bit of a history corner. Um, yeah, some yeah. of the, the famous biting incidents. Some of them you might remember, Brad. Some of them might be new to you. Um, yeah, right on. So the, there's been yeah an amazing amount really over the years. Um, a few guys, uh, you know, Peter Ryan got done for it in the mid '90s. William Zillman, despite um, denying it. Um, to the death, he, he got done for for biting Jamie Simpson in 2009. Um, you might remember that nutcase Anthony Watts. Uh, this wasn't at NRL, NRL level, but playing um, on in the Gold Coast uh, competition, he went viral after biting a, an opponent on the penis. That's right. Yeah, twenty thirty. Yeah, he uh, he was wild. Um, Grant Izzard, Brad Izzard's brother, got uh, done for it in 1993. Bit Craigfield. Really? Yeah, yeah this one I don't remember at the time, but he uh, he got a hefty suspension, actually. Six matches. Um, this is probably the, the the one that I remember from a, a regular season game of the last sort of 15 years. Brad Morin biting Tamana Tahu on the arm. Um, got the nickname The Nibbler in the wake of that. Um, but here's here's my top five. Um, yeah. Jared McCracken. So he, he oh, um, that's right. yeah he a rookie sensation '91 with the Bulldogs got a, a Kiwis jumper after a handful of games, um, and then later in the season he he uh, bit South Sydney winger Ross Harrington on the chest and uh, got an eight match eight match ban, ruled him out till. Uh, Round four of the following season, so that cemented um, Jared McCracken's hothead rep- reputation. Uh, <laughs> That's right. He was crazy. Um, that was crazy, actually. Speaking of right, cra- speaking of crazy, Tommy Radonikus in the uh, <laughs> in the seventies, and this is when things were probably swept under the carpet a bit more, and and uh, video evidence wasn't um, quite as conclusive as it is these days. Um, there, a story was out about a, someone going around biting people and Tom Radonikus outed himself on the cover of Rugby League Week in a story and said he was the phantom biter and he'd, uh, he'd bitten uh, his manly rival Johnny Gibbs on the nose. Um, all he got was a $200 fine from um, from the league for bringing the game into disrepute. So there you go. On the nose? Yeah. 
Different See, era. that's not the advice you know, That's like if we are the body sort of makes a difference in fighting. That's pretty nuts. That's invasive. A bite on the nose. Yeah. It's confronting. Um, one of the biggest suspensions ever dished out, Graham Wynn. You might remember him as a lanky Western Suburbs second row later in his career. This is, he spent most of his career at St George. Got a 12-match ban for biting Ray Price. Um, this was in the in the early 80s during uh, the, the legendary clean-up of the game under Judiciary Chairman Jim Comins, who said... Um, Ray Price, was that Parramatta? Yeah, Parramatta, yeah, Parramatta Ray legend Ray Price. He complained, um, which is unsurprising when you see anything to do with Ray Price. He's always having a whinge as great a player as he was, uh, but the judiciary chairman said, the act of biting an opposing player shows a total indifference to normal human behaviour. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 12 match ban kind of goes along with those comments. Um, probably the most extraordinary incident on the field I've seen in the last decade, particularly because it was a grand final. James Graham biting yeah. Billy Slater's ear. That was that loose. Was loose. Unbelievable. What what was he thinking? Full Mike Tyson moment, eh? And how did he not get sent off? It was so blatant. There's there's no way yeah. that you could have um, construed that as him doing anything else than biting Slater's ear. It was just... It was mental. Him and Proctor have been in the same sort of headspace. They were in the same sort of headspace when both their bites happened. That Graham just gets to a nonsensical, aggressive level. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's amazing he's so popular. I mean, if anyone else had done what he did in a grand final, yeah. got a 12-match ban, which is what James Graham got, that's all they'd be remembered for. But, um, man, just everyone loves uh, James they, Graham. They love loving old Graham. You know, yeah. A few Yeah, they sort of handful of poems that they just would are just heroes. And they just should put in that bracket as well. Yeah, yeah he yeah. did some pretty weird stuff too. Um <laughs> Now, the most yeah, infamous yeah. Uh, biting incident in the history of the game, and anyone that's got a bit of an interest in rugby league history will be well-versed in this story. Brad, this might be the first time you've heard it, going all the way back to uh, 1945, and um, Frank Bumper-Farrell, New Newtown hard man, much-feared uh, player in a very tough era, Newtown captain of their uh, 1943 grand final winning team, and a policeman. Um, allegedly, he always denied it to his dying days, but it was kind of well, um, it was pretty much uh, widely regarded that he had to have done it. Um, but a St George prop reeled out of a scrum, um, clutching his ear, and he basically had his entire ear severed off. Um, spent 20, oh 22 weeks in hospital recuperating. Um, and never played and this guy denied it. Yeah. He spent 22 weeks in hospital and didn't even apologise. Yeah, claimed, claimed, claimed that he'd left his false teeth in the dressing room and that it couldn't have been him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, A whole year. Yuck. Yeah, uh, pretty horrific. And yeah, this is one of the most famous players of the era too. Kind of tarnished his legacy, not that he ever got in trouble for it, but there you go, Frank Bumper-Farrell. Bumper yeah, that's and, disgusting. And there's a, a short history of biting in uh, the NRL, so really? Kevin Proctor's 
semen incident seems pretty soft now, wouldn't you say? It does. It really does. Um, moving on to... So we've got a Sunday game. Sunday, 4 o'clock. Uh, Warriors Bulldogs. Now... Yeah, this is well. This is a perfect one. It's a time to play a shit team. Hopefully, at the level we've been playing at. Yeah, well, this is this. Is what concerns me is that we will stoop down to the Bulldogs' uh, rock bottom level. Um, you know, we've been playing. We've been up for a month, matching it with the with the best teams, uh, beating desperate, you know, finals hopefuls on their own patch and now we've uh, got to go and play the Bulldogs we've only won the two this games this year Peyton shows his worth eh yeah yeah you've got to this, it's all about um, yeah the mental preparation for this one because we know form wise and ability wise we've got it all over the Bulldogs they're yeah. a terrible the terrible just team got those Bulldogs have got that little bit of heart though don't they yeah they Kingdom do got heart yeah so if the, you take your foot off the gas that's when uh that's when they'll sneak in and they'll get give you. They'll give you a fright. They'll give you a fright if you give them half a chance. They almost got the Tigers last week, fought back from 16 points mm. down and just bungled it at the end. Uh, conceded <laughs> a try and a, and a field goal. As only a team in the wooden spoon position can do, though, eh? They know how to lose games. Yeah, um, and it's, you know, you look at the lineup and it's pretty ordinary. There's some guys uh, playing with a lot, of, a lot of heart, but there's some guys that are just awful... Uh, Will Hopawati back for them this week, um, which sees Marcelo Montoya drop out. Dylan Napa's out suspended, so they're looking very, very skinny um, up front there. Um, nice. Yeah, and we've already run through our changes. Uh, you know, there's, there's no other way to say this, but we should win this quite handsomely if... Um, if we turn up with the, the same sort of performance that we've seen over the last month, but then those changes are quite disruptive, especially if Chanel's out. We've got a pretty ordinary looking back line. Yeah, our uh, forward pack that should, if they carry on what they've been doing, that forward pack is pretty epic at the moment. Gee, they're putting in the effort. Shane Cattell is gone. Mercy gets a run. Topoli, he has been trying his guts out on yeah. the bench and with his runs, he's a bit more energy in his runs at the moment. Just hopefully he can just stamp out the stupid, well, critical stupid mistake. Yeah. Not just that anyone can make a stupid mistake. He just seems to make critical stupid mistakes. <laughs> turn the game. Yeah, uh, you know, make those uh, make those er- errors and give away the penalties that aren't so costly. Um, yeah. But yeah, surely we've they've been. As, as much hard as they've shown the Bulldogs, that, and they did score 28 points last week, but, man, they're a pretty ordinary attacking outfit. Uh, we should be, the way that we were able to, to keep Penrith to three tries, same with the yeah. Roosters. You know, we should be we should be keeping these, these guys to not many at all. Uh, just looking at their, their season so far, they've only scored more than uh, three tries once. That was last week. Against the Tigers, who aren't going that flash, uh, they give up a lot of points. Um, so we thought we were going to be happy with Penrith and a single-digit loss. We thought that would be a, a not a bad thing. A single, yeah. What do you think we're happy with this week? What's the pass mark this week? Uh, uh, Just a victory. 
yeah, victory, victory is victory good enough. The victory is this banana. It's a banana skin game. Um, yeah, they're just you know they're a team that we've had trouble with in the past. I know. I remember a couple of seasons ago, and the Warriors were flying. Bulldogs were near the bottom. We're on the way to the finals, and uh, we get beaten twenty-seven, twenty-six. Uh, by Lachlan Lewis right. booming Lachlan Lewis field goal um, in the in the dying seconds, it, you know it, they're just a team that that can pull that sort of um, yeah. performance out against no, a team like us. Just a two points, two points, and that we'll be putting out. We'll be going with that, won't we? Mm. But I think we can. I think we should win by sort of twelve to sixteen. A dozen. Take a look at the rest of round 15. Yeah, um, how did we go last week? I think we got um, each got five out of eight last which, week. Yeah, which wasn't too bad. There was a couple upsets in there. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough picking round, and we went Warriors with our heart as well. And, yeah. Yeah. No, it was yeah a, we've been tipping all right lately. There's been some uh, yeah. with the point starts going pretty well at the tab, um, if I do say so myself. Yeah, I, I, missed, I missed every opportunity to get a bet on in the weekend. Was, mm. I think I might have got a one or two on, but yeah, I just... The game started before I realised, oh shit, put a bet on. Uh, who was Thursday? Who's tonight? Who are we missing? We've got uh, Parramatta Melbourne tonight. Oh, yeah. oh. I was desperate to stick with Melbourne as a tip, but they've just got too many guys out, adding to Smith and Munster out. This week they've lost Dale Finuc and Jaram Hughes, Jesse Bromwich and Vunavalu. Uh, I just think it's going to be too much for them. They've been playing unbelievable eight wins in a row. Parramatta are just sort of stumbling a bit and lost that game to St George Illawarra after a couple of kind of jammy wins. Um, going through a bit of a sort of roosters-like funk at the moment, but yeah, I think they'll bounce back here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do reckon... Do you reckon we'll get a try? Yeah. Why not? He still hasn't gone over this year. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Loose. So, yeah, right, eh? I'll, 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 it's a tough I don't pick that one easily, but I'll follow you at Para. I think it'll be one. tight. They're basically full strength Parramatta. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like an origin time lineup for Melbourne. Um, yeah, I just yeah. think they'll find a way, Parramatta. Especially with the halves, you got uh, Cooper Johns, Matthew Johns' son, debuting at halfback. Yeah. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah the wife's thinking about John's son playing. And I was like, oh, he's already played. Thinking of the, the Rabbitohs uh, one, obviously. Jack, yeah. Is it Jack? Yeah, yeah. Um, old Sandor Earl gets another run as well. It's good to see him. He's not a bad. I've never minded old Sandor Earl as a player. Yeah. Uh, Roller coaster career. Amazingly, still playing after a, a year, four year ban. Yeah, good on him for coming back, eh? <laughs> yeah. Keeping fit and getting it done rather than getting a plumber's apprenticeship. And... <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not going to go back and play. Um, <laughs> uh, first game on Friday, it's a doozy. Uh, usually our time slot, but this uh, match will have me on the couch at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Penrith and Cronulla. 
both Ooh. teams in Penrith on uh, a nine-match winning streak, club record. They've got a falter at some point, as you said uh, last yeah. week. And I think I'm tipping Cronulla here. I think they're the team that can tip them up. Yeah, um, Johnson playing, even with his little groin strain last week. He's been named, haven't really heard um, anything, you know, doubtful about it this week. Yeah. Um, And if if he plays anything like he has recently, um, that puts him in pretty good stead. Oh, that's a big game. That's a big game, man. I'm loving this Ford pack too. You know, guys like Talakai, Rudolph still going really well. Hamlin Ueli's. Oh, that Rudolph's grinding me. Get a haircut, man. Yeah. He thinks he's an Adonis. Yeah, yeah and, uh, He's got tickets on himself, that dude. <laughs> I'm gone cold on her. Yeah, um, I'm not that worried. Yeah, I don't know what to up. do. I'm going to go Penrith 10. I'm going Penrith 10 in a row. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw some signs last week. Maybe they're just, uh, they're just due a, a bit of a, a bit of a lull. Yeah, I think. I think they are. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you've got me sitting here. No, I'm sticking with it. Okay, you got the Panthers. Um, yeah, who's the late game then, Maggot? Uh, Broncos and Dragons. The Bronco. I honestly don't think I've seen a team show less over this length of time than the Broncos ever. <laughs> thirteen. What have we? Thirteen games back into the restart, a win over the Bulldogs, and twelve horrendous losses. Um, they were so bad against Canberra. Canberra barely had to try um, to destroy them in the second half. It was, yeah, thirty nil second half. Broncos yeah. just. Tony Staggs always has an epic first ten minutes, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they clocked off for the game. Yeah, and and they all did. Um, Dragons gutsy win to send Mary McGregor. We were a little bit off the pace there. We thought McGregor was gone, but it was his sponsor. Yeah, um, that was a nice little finish for him, I reckon. That would yeah. have done him the world of good, that. Yeah, so we'll see if that, um, see if how that sort of trails into this week for the Dragons. First match under Dan so Young. Dan control. Yeah, but uh, the Dragons, as, as much as they played bad enough for McGregor to get the sack, they haven't been that bad for quite some time. Those, you know, their losses were only by sort of eight points. Um, no, I, you know, I reckon they've been alright. They've had some very good wins in that time too uh, last week. Real gutsy. And blatantly when Hunt was at hooker, which was strange to swap them back. Yeah. Good at hooker. So, yeah, um, do you reckon, do you reckon um, Shane Flanagan's going to be sitting in the coach's box with a Dean Young mask on, and Dean Young's going to be sitting there with a uh, Shane Flanagan mask on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, keep an eye out, out for that. Yeah, just the body type. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. You know, like a uh, point break when they wear the Christmas mask, robbing the banks. Just real shit, a real shit shake. Flanagan mask on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Dragons. Dragons easily. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. yeah, it's hard to see anything better. Fairly comfortable. Dragons win there. Uh, more injuries for the Broncos. Pain or Payne has suspended. Uh, Thomas Flegg, they're out for the year and. Um, Jack Turpin out too, so yeah, it's just it's just unraveling for them. Um, first up Saturday, Gold Coast and Canberra. Interesting one. This Titans have been all right lately. Yeah, they have. It's funny. In a couple of previous years, I would have looked forward to this one, but yeah, I don't know. 
some of them I don't enjoy watching the games as much as I used to, these big teams. Yeah, it's a good um, time, mate. It's a good time to give them a chance. Maybe we haven't had that time yeah. slot to give these two a chance yet. Uh, the, right, Where do you the, go? What has Canberra been travelling like? Uh, they've been doing enough to get the wins. Certainly a long way short of their grand final qualifying best, but four wins from their last five. Yeah. Um, beating the Roosters and, and South in that time. Obviously t- took care of Brisbane oh, very yeah. easily last That's week. Yeah, they yeah they they they've still got their sights on the top four. Man. Yeah, I I, th- I think that's a good like a I think um what am I trying to say? Who's the biker? Old biker McBite face. He was ho- he was sort of carrying these boys a little bit at Gold Coast the last couple of weeks with his energy. Yeah, I think Canberra will hold them. He's a big guy. Yeah, like that grub. I wouldn't mind playing in my team. I hope we do this next week. We do the team of players that we like. We take a thirteen of players we like. And this, yeah. this guy being one of them would be one of our second rowers. I'll go that Keegan hit for our day. <laughs> You're a fan, are you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'd love that dirty little sh- to rustling some dirt. He's got the headwinds and with a bit more of a lid on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might see where you come from. Um, now, he's going to have to step up big time because there's no Proctor and no Jai Arrow. He's likely gone for... Arrow. Arrow, we... He's done that shoulder and then let's run, run it straight into the guy that smashed his shoulder straight away. Yeah. It's such a ridiculous move. Um, yeah, so big blow, obviously, Arrow being out at the same time as Proctor. Um, in good news, and speaking of players we like, Anthony Dom comes back into the side, as well as Philip Sammy, so... Didn't look right him getting around the sideline in the track suit the other day, did it? No. It just wasn't the old Don, not without the shorts anyway. No, you can't lower ride a track suit, so... Um, yeah, good to see him back as always. Uh, but yeah, Raiders yeah, for me mate. too. Yeah, same bud, same bud. Hey, mate, yeah, bud. Second uh, game, second? second game Saturday, West Tigers and the Roosters. Ah, uh, yeah. Tigers, Roosters. Roosters getting any of their troops back yet, or have they uh, locked them Yeah, well, so they've lost several more. Uh, lock and Lamb, Luke Carey out. Mitch Orbison broke something. Um, but they do get Brett Morris, um, Jared Warrior Hargreaves, and um, and Kyle Flanagan comes back into the halves. A lot on his shoulders after being axed. Yeah. Now he's got no Kerry next to him. Him and Drew what Hutchinson. What did they work out was wrong with Kerry? Uh, Kerry. What have we got for, for Kerry? Was it ribs or... Yeah, ribs. Yeah, that's right. He ended up in hospital. Um, scary stuff. Yeah. So he'll be gone for a few weeks. Um, man, geez, that attrition rate at the Roosters is unbelievable, but still a mighty fine team, and they should be too good for the Tigers. Tigers, have, I know they got the, the win in the end last week, but man, they made hard work of it, and they've been pretty ordinary lately. Yeah, now they are, they got in the end Um They're unchanged, the, the, the Tigers? Yeah. Um, but I've, yeah, I've got the Roosters here. What's um, Reynolds doing? Is he coming off the bench for the Tigers? Um, yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah. Obviously not doing much. Yeah, no, don't need to talk too much about this one. Will and Brad Roosters. Uh, wrapping it up on Super Saturday, South Sydney and Manly. Crucial game, Manly pretty much last chance. Um, it'll be a huge swing because the Rabbitohs are probably the most likely team to slip out of the eight. So this is 
kind of like a four point. Where are Manly? Are they nice? Uh, tenth. Yeah, are they? Yeah. I didn't realise they got that far down. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to bring the ladder up because I think. Uh, yeah, four they're, they're four points out. Of the, yeah, tenth on four and against. They're four points out of the eight. Two points ahead of us and the Dragons. Uh, but you'd have to think, you know, if you don't win this one, prevent the Rabbitohs from getting two points as well. Um, just that yeah. might be it for them. Um, yeah, another so team battling a lot of injuries. Brendan Elliott out uh, the, for the season. So Ruben Garrett goes into that fullback spot. Um, but oh, they were super unlucky against Newcastle, I thought. They really fought hard. Yeah. And just, uh, yeah, just pegged late there. Um, still, I'm going to go the upset here. Yeah, I've got Manly for this. Yeah. I think they can yeah, win I'm this. Go the upset. South Sydney, very close to uh, blowing it against the Cowboys. Um, Adam Reynolds yeah, got them home. Adam yeah. Reynolds is a clutch player, eh? Yeah. Oh, man. If you want something. He knows how to finish. Kicking a field goal, kicking a conversion at the end of a game. Easy man. Um, but, you know, conceding 30 points to the Cowboys, that's not a great sign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that was a shame, the Cowboys. I was sort of backing the Cowboys in on that one. Mm. Yeah, I was a little bit gutted for them. But, uh, yeah, I'll go Manly on that one as well. Manly. Uh, first up on Sunday is the Warriors Bulldogs. We've obviously gone the Warriors. Finishing off the round, Knights and Cowboys. Nice, yeah. So Knights kind of turning it around. Uh, they uh, yeah, blow the Tigers away to get back into form and then just edged Manly. Pretty good win that in the end. Manly came to play. Um, Cowboys, nothing really to play for down that bottom four. Ah. A lot better last week and, and it was good to see Michael Morgan come back into some form. But, yeah, he played all right. Yeah, I just, I just think Newcastle. If they've got any hopes of doing anything this year, that they've got to win a game like this at home. Yeah, definitely. Like, even the Cowboys, that Clifford played a little bit hard, tougher last week as well. I thought. Um, Knights had a greeny go. Um, not the same fancy from the media this week. Yeah, no, I think he went okay, but yeah, yeah. Had a blinder by any means. It was Callum Ponga that sort of got them home in the end. Um, just on yeah, the Knights are too good for Cowboys. Yeah. Just on um, Hamaso Tabawai Fido, the teenage winger from the Cowboys. Have you ever seen a player as quick as him? Oh, he is ridiculous. He is ridiculous. And I still feel like he's not going full full tilt yet. That's what he looks like. He's um Usain Bolt. You never. I don't know if I've ever seen Usain Bolt run as fast as he could. Yeah. It just made it look so effortless. Yeah. And this, this dude's the same. Jesus, it paces them. Don't beach them. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Plenty of years of uh, good entertainment watching him run around. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've got tough decisions. All that out there, even though it's a whole lot of average. With Holmes, drink water, and what? I think that guy should be at fullback as well as his pace. Yeah, give them as much space as you can. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think the Knights uh-huh. should uh, get this. Get this one. Yeah, well, that's round fifteen previewed up. It is, and I think that's us, Brad. Unless you've got anything else to add. Um, nah, I'm all good, mate. I'm, I might shoot away and get a cuppa, have a dart, get ready for the uh, 
bloody pair of Melbourne game. Yeah, good call. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, um, as always, and we'll catch you next week. Enjoy the footy.